Hello, everyone. Welcome to Growth Mind State. This is Anthony Thompson. Hi, I'm Robert Catrona. Teresa Concepcion. And we're welcoming, welcoming you to the show this week, where we're trying to open our minds up and educate ourselves about what's going on. Uh, a lot of relevant things have happened this week. Um, we're going to start with, unfortunately, one of the most politically polarizing topics, which is going to be Israel and Palestine, um, and the Israeli attacks uh, in Gaza City that destroyed three buildings today um, and killed at least 42 people, uh, which is what the medics have reported, making it the deadliest single attack since heavy fighting broke out between Israel and the territory's militant Hamas rulers near uh, nearly a week ago. So this has been a tumultuous week. Most of the people have been paying attention to the the stories, know that there's continual fighting between Israel and Palestine, Palestinian communities um, because of a actually small infighting between a group of people who are settling in an area in, uh, in Gaza. And uh, it's just been a week filled with violence. Uh, the turmoil continues in Israel and Palestine, currently surviving an apartheid state, in our opinion. Uh, the battle between Israel and Hamas is spilling over into the West Bank as this passing Friday sparked the most widespread Palestinian protests in years as hundreds of young demonstrators in multiple towns clashed with Israeli troops who shot and killed at least 11 people, which is Friday. So these numbers just keep changing. These The, the stats keep going. But uh, the Israeli military has been pretty forthright in saying that they are not going to stop until the insurrection that they see in front of them is is closed, which is what is showing with that increased attack. Um, I would say also as well, the Israeli military said the operation in involved 160 warplanes dropping some 80 tons of explosives over the course of Jeez. 40 minutes and succeeded in destroying a network of tunnels used by Hamas to elude airstrikes and surveillance. So I'm going to break what I'm even going to talk about to ask this is the important thing. Do the Palestinians have the right to a military? Because that is what one of the main discussion points here really is. Do they have the right to protect themselves? And I would say, obviously, they should and they do. And that's the thing is that we, we demonize Hamas outright because they are a uh, basically a, a group that is outside of the government, right? outside of political sphere and they're they're working in ways that we do not agree with as a country and i believe that violence is wrong in all cases um but i just would like to bring up that topic what do you guys believe when you hear hamas do you feel that it's just a demonized terminology or do you see that is you know it is just a go ahead i think it's a cause and effect if you're going to attack somebody you're going to create like situations where people are going to want to fight back and i'm assuming like look i don't agree with hamas in general with a lot of the stuff that they do but i understand <clears throat> excuse me why they're um doing what they're doing you know if, uh you know israel started this whole thing with the mosque right like they started uh initially started with a raid on a mosque when all they were doing was preparing for a protest right something like that and then um, that started, and then they shot rockets at Israel, and then Israel shot missiles at them, and then it's going, been going back and forth. So, I mean, if Israel didn't uh, interrupt the thing in the mosque, which was a peaceful, you know, gathering, uh, all this probably wouldn't have, you know, started at least. I mean, maybe eventually it would have started, but I don't think it would have um, uh, 
you know, started the way it did just now, you know, it's, I blame Israel for the escalation, you know, um, I don't, like you said, I don't agree with violence either. I don't think uh, either one of them should be fighting each other. You know what I mean? They did, this should be done peacefully. This is supposedly a religious reason why they're fighting in the first place, right? Like they both want claims to that land, right? For what? 60 something, 70 something years, right? How long has it been? Uh, it's been like, um, it's almost a century. It's about 80 years now. Cause 1960, it's, oh, wow. uh, it's going to be, yeah, it's wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I thought it was like seventy five. I mean, either way, that's ridiculous. I mean, it was sixty five. So, so yeah, that's 65. what I'm saying. It's gonna be, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That that I don't know. How do you feel, Teresa? I don't know. I think the thing that bothers us the most is that the um, the casualties that end up getting caught in the mix. Because I mean, people have been fighting over land. People have been fighting for religion for you know as long as as, as recorded history. You know what I mean? And it's the casualties that we always are are more concerned with. The children that are running to school between bomb raids and everything like that, you know, um, there should be a better way for them to kind of come about. And Israeli, they have a huge army. So, of course, it seems devastating when it comes to their attacks. And it is. And it is a little bit, um, like, way too much for them to be doing. But I think they're trying to set some kind of a statement with all of this, you know, and trying to really just squash this, um, this insurrection that that's going on. But it's like, it's way obs- ex- obsessive, not obsessive, excessive. Yeah. And that's the problem. All these people that are, are caught in the middle of it. Um, they need to find a better way because what's going to be left? What are you going to leave? There's nothing going to be left if you guys are continuing the way that you are. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> it's the proportion of, uh, uh, if I'm using the right word, it's not balanced. The, the the You know, one person kills six people, the other person kills a hundred and something people, right? So, like, that, that's not the, the balance on, like, payback for, like, their attacks aren't, aren't you know. And Israel has... Um, the the uh, what's that dome whatever they call it the um, iron dome the iron dome so they, the, you know that they could defend themselves unlike the other people you know but go ahead I'm sorry you're saying no I was gonna say that this disproportionate a level of attacks um, I just wanted mm-hmm. to say that since the fighting began on Monday at least 181 people have been killed in Gaza including 52 mm-hmm. children and 31 women with uh, 1,225 injured according to a mosque controlled health ministry while 10 people, including two children, have been killed by militant attacks reported by Israeli officials. So we're talking about, and I was going to say there's a disproportion here because they have a level of security that is a little bit different. And you can say that it's because there was militant attacks from Hamas before that, but they have a dominating military force, our tax money, as -hmm. well as other countries' tax money, they have the Iron Dome, which we supplied under the Obama administration, and a center-leading ideology that is across a lot of countries in a lot of areas that is the ideolo- ideology that Israel controls the region and should control yeah. the region. And with that kind of... We have to be fighting that outright. And, I mean, there was the idea, too, that, like, there's movements here, like the BDS movement, which is a dis- divestment movement to stop buying things from Israel and that region has been very maligned by by the popular audience of uh, liberal people because it is 
counterintuitive to them in a, in a capitalistic market. They believe that you should just buy from whoever, and it is almost anti-Semitic to not buy from people from a specific country. And I think that we need to understand that all of these processes to protest have to occur, that we all have to do what we can to, in, to insist that Palestine and the Palestinian community either needs a solid two-state solution, which I think is not going to happen, or a real one-state solution. And it's scary. Some of the videos that I've watched from the from Israeli, um, from if you've seen Abby Martin recently did a segment on this, and the comments that we saw from a lot of Israelis there seems to be that they believe that they this land is their land, and that's it. And that yeah. Arabs should leave that land because they have taken it over. They conquered the area, which is a very scary right-wing ideology, which yeah. goes with the why they have Benjamin Netanyahu as the prime minister. It's part of their center-right ideology of uh, Likud. So I think it is... A little scary to think that you're going to cha have to change also the hearts and minds of an entire community who which has been built on built on the p the basically violence on a past mm -hmm. of violence and they don't know how to conceptualize that other people have much worse conditions and are in a situation where they are being bombed continuously and have much higher casualties. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a huge contradiction, you know, in our country too, because we we say that we're against people like doing this type of action to other peoples, but when it comes to Israel, it's like we fully back Israel for doing it. You know, it's it's a huge contradiction. Um, we're supposed to be the country to, to help the little people that are having problems, you know, with other people trying to dominate them and so on and so forth. But we turn a blind eye when it comes to Israel doing it to uh, the Palestinians. So it's a, it's sick, man. The, the whole situation is is kind of a sick situation. And, and, and they've brainwashed the people in this country to think that this is uh, justifiable, you know, justified or whatever. Uh, well, I, I think the people are starting are seeing that it's not. But, you know, I mean, it's America. What do you expect? They do it all the time, um, especially when it comes to, you know, turning a blind eye. We always turn a blind eye to what we what we want to happen or what, who we want to take over. Um, we try not to stand in the way of that. Uh, but, you know, it's it's <clears throat> just going to be a breeding ground with this. The way that they're going after them is just going to end up breeding a bunch of. Um, this is what causes terrorist groups and extremist groups and stuff like that because of all the stuff that they it's end up getting. Radicalize them. Yeah, yeah, they're going. It's going to get worse. You know, even if you try to stop this, you know, you're you're sowing the seeds of hate and distrust that are going to start making more radical groups and everything like that. It's it's the worst way to go about it, and it's a, a history that's been happening for a long time, especially in that region. That it's just. There is all this hatred for what people have done in the past to other groups of people. It's it's you would think that they would learn from it, but nobody ever learns from anything. It looks like. Yeah, I'm gonna cut to the video that you had. So we I was gonna say I I want to yeah. show where that 3.8 million dollars of taxpayer money that we just gave them yeah, yeah. is gone to. 
There's no audio that, on this. That right? is a. There's no audio on this because this oh. is a building that was destroyed, um, and the Associated Press was able to get out of the building because they were given an hour's warning from the government they would be um, they would be bombed. So these are the offices that ha held Al Jazeera and AP News in that area, um, and they were bombed. So this is this is very important because no matter if they assume if there's Hamas there, they did not do a tactical strike in any fashion. What they did is that they are eliminating one of the journalistic outfits that are there. That's yep. one of their that's a major tactic in an armed war is mm -hmm. to take out the journalistic factions. Get so rid of the eyeballs, right? Yeah. <laughs> no eyeballs on the scene. Yeah. That's what they want, you know? I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's exactly. crazy. No, exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, um, and I just to close out this discussion, um, I would say that it's important to note that Arab foreign ministers have urged the International Criminal Court to proceed with an investigation into Israel's possible war crimes here um, and the humanity against uh, the crimes against humanity against the Palestinians, including the planned eviction of Palestinian families at, from the Sheikh Jarrah neighborhood in East Jerusalem, which is where a lot of this infighting started. Um, and Israel on Wednesday pressed ahead with a fierce military offensive. So, and they killed 10 Hamas military figures. And also one of the reports that I just had come in was that they had just bombed again and they had killed um, one of the main Hamas figures. Uh, mm. So that I would be, I would, but the fact is that this is an escalation. Uh, I they have the right in a war to do this, but the fact is that they're using international law uh, to basically keep them safe from from anybody. Mm. Basically, right now they're allowed to go out there and kill civilians in a different manner because they are not seen as civilians anymore. They're seen as military combatants out in the streets. What kills me is, is here in the U.S., they give people the impression that Israel is in the middle of a Muslim-dominated area and that they need protection, protection and so on and so forth. Well, so so Andrew Yang is uh, walking back his comments, uh, basically for you know supporting Israel. Uh, I'm sure he's he he's you know uh, walking on eggshells when he's doing it, um, but he you know he apologized for his comments, uh, in which he was basically saying this: um, I'm standing with the people of Israel, Israel who are coming under bombardment attacks and condemn the Hamas terrorists. The two, the, the people of New York will always stand with our brothers and sisters in Israel who face down uh, terrorism and persevere. So basically, you know, Andrew Yang, you know, I grew up in Manhattan. I'm sure, you know, you're, you're in New York. We all kind of like are affected by what's going on in New York or whatever. So they're going to be in, in a mayoral race. And, you know, this guy's uh, Andrew Yang. You know, I've always had my little issues with him. I always thought he was a little on the phony side. And that he, uh, uh, what is it, uh, caters to, you know, the, uh, what is it, establishment and like, you know, things that are usually establishment Democrat or right wing talking points because he figures it's going to gain him popularity. Well, you know, basically what ended up happening was is a lot of people got, especially New Yorkers got pissed about it um, because a lot of people here are diverse in New York 
and they believe that you know everybody has the right to live if if we're a country that's supposed to be governing all these other different com- com- countries or whatever it is trying to tell them the right way to do things and to be democratic and so on and so forth and try to like tell people how to live their lives it's like they're, they're the total contradiction when it comes to um to israel it seems like they don't mind israel dominating the the, the palestinians and so on and so forth so he was approached uh, i don't have the video for it which you know sad but he was approached by a bunch of people uh the other day uh complaining about how um you know they don't support what he says you know like he's he's speaking for himself not for the people of the united states or the people of new york uh because of the fact that you know they don't agree with that they believe that this is an aggression by israel um because they literally started the damn thing um so now of course because he's trying to win the race now he's gonna be like oh you know i didn't you know I didn't mean it in that way, you know, we, you know, because based on his support towards Israel and, and it's, I don't know, how do you guys feel about it? Like, do you think, I really don't want Andrew Yang to be mayor of New York. I, I, I know, I guess that's a biased uh, way to look at things or whatever it is, but since well, that's they, your opinion. They, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, no, yeah, don't, I guess. don't don't walk back from it. It's your opinion. It's a good. Yeah. It's a look. It's a good opinion because to be to start it off, I would say that he is he's a neoliberal libertarian who's running as a democrat and that is acceptable now because of the current mold of what the democratic party has taken in under the big Ten. so that's why he's got so much press and that's what's putting his elevating his position in this situation what's really disgusting is the fact that he's already speaking for all of us that's what pisses me off not that he has this position which i already disagree with that's that's a separate thing that'd be a reason why i wouldn't vote for him and i i personally will not vote for him we talked before about some of the other candidates um another one would be garcia another one would be morales if you're in new york these are good candidates in our opinion um or at least in my opinion um and this is one of the positives about the new ranked choice voting system he has to get above 50% or we're going to have a runoff. So that's that's the only positive that I have because otherwise he's going to he would win by percentages. Yeah. But that also means that most likely somebody's going to have to drop out. One of the good one of the good candidates is going to have to drop out to make it so that Garcia or Morales goes over the top and gets to like 30% and that's a tough go um and i i obviously i do not believe andrew yang cares enough about progressive thoughts to be working in new york city i think it will just keep keep going in this rotation of um free market capitalism as and and not even free market capitalism but i put that in quotation marks just this capitalism that we have that assists the marketplace that allows for the Israel, the continual thought that Israel cannot do any wrong. Yeah, yeah. This mainstream media has got people believing all sorts of craziness, right? They, they barely touch some of the topics regarding Israel and, and everything. The only thing that they say is positive things, like, "Well, you know, Israel's got to protect themselves," and blah 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 blah. This is justified, blah 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 blah. And all the people out there that just watch, you know. Uh, Fox News or MSNBC or wherever else, um, they they believe like this is all justified because we got to support Israel. No, we got to support life, right? At the end of the day, we got to, 
make sure that people are are safe and protected. That's what our country was um, claims to be based on, right? That we're 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 against aggressors. But I don't know. How do you feel, Teresa, about that whole thing about Yang and everybody else? Well, they've had a couple of celebrities that have already spoken out too and uh, <clears throat> gotten backlash as well when they've come to their support with uh, Israel. I think of um, Gal Gadot from uh, Wonder Woman, you know, she was part of Israeli army for a time as well. And she was putting out her support in tweets and she got a full backlash to the point where she actually stopped comments on the tweet <laughs> and everything like that because of everybody, you know, saying that, that, that she shouldn't be saying this stuff because Israeli is the one doing the attacking and all this other stuff. You know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy situation. And I don't think anybody is able to feel like they can speak on it because of the backlash that comes on either side, really. Um, but especially when you're trying to say that you support Israel when they're doing the attacking, they're becoming the aggressor. Um, it's hard to defend them. You know, you mm. can't you can't stand there and say that, you know, um, it's better that people just take a back seat when it comes to talking about that because it's not it's not going to help them. Andrew Yang learned that. Gal Gadot learned that. You know, it's like you can't say that they're not doing anything or they're just defending them. They're not just defending themselves. They're the ones going out and attacking. They're the ones trying to squash. It feels like they're trying to squash anything, um, any opposition to them, uh, like under a, a steel boot, you know, and you can't help but make it sound feel like, like these people are just, you know, insects that are getting squashed because of how much damage they're doing to them. And it's, it's sad that there's so many people caught in the, um, caught in the crossfire as well. Yeah, I understand like why you want to pick your sides or whatever, but at the end of the day, people should pick life over death and ways of avoiding conflict you know like there's a way for them to survive together they're just choosing not to based on religion and race and i i have i have a huge issue with that you know and the fact that you know some people look at people from israel as oh they're white and this that they, they don't look at them as like as if they're muslim or black or or a person of color they look at it as a yet another white race that needs protection for whatever reason, even though they're being the aggressor in this same thing. There's a lot of similarities <clears throat> with the way we do our policing in, in the United States that, that, that makes me feel like, you know, like, okay, it's justified for us to, to kill black people in this country. And it's also justified for them to kill Muslims in their country. You know, it's, there's a lot of weird, um, I feel like coincidence, not coincidences, but you know, like they, they, the way they live their, their do their things is just a lot of relationships that just seem super simu- similar that seems to be um considered the norm you know which which to me i think is a sick thing you know like you're killing children you know there's, there's nothing good about there's an ideal children. of there's an ideal ideology of defeating the lesser the the people who that are basically contradicting your life order um, and I think that that is prevalent in different societies. It is a mindset where what happens here is the degradation of black and Latino peoples because they are seen as historically, and I put this in huge quotes, historically being more violent or et cetera. So they are seen as it being okay for us to vilify them, to call them yep. thugs, to give them large, give the police large breath to. Uh, police those neighborhoods while in the same respect 
in Israel, they feel like they conquered this land at some point and that they believe that they have hit a, that the lesser the people who are contradicting that they own that area obviously have to be the aggressors, even mm-hmm. if they are, what, throwing rocks? And this is one of the things that we have to talk about, like proportionality. We're talking about protests that involve people throwing rocks, fireworks, and like mortars that can't do anywhere near the damage of the Iron Dome. Mm-hmm. So that's why it is really disgusting to have Andrew Yang talk about it as if he's number one, like, like I said before, talking for all of New York. And that's that's where it gets really dangerous because you're saying that I just don't have an opinion. We all agree here in the United States yep. that Israel is okay doing this. And that's just not it's not true and it's like something that we have to aggressively fight with every word that we have that this is a conflict about power and that we need to break this power structure somehow and i don't i don't know if we mean in a violent means but at this point i think we're talking about are we going to have a one state solution or not i mean i think that's the real discussion that keeps keeps getting punted down the street we can't keep punting it because the settlers keep coming into these neighborhoods and either the Palestinians have full rights or they don't. The Republicans are threatening to leave the party. Yeah, so uh, it seems like following the Capitol riot and uh, during Trump's second impeachment hearing, is when we first heard of the Republicans splitting from the party to go against Donald Trump and uh, his zealots that allowed the insurrection to occur. Um, they for, uh, Reuters was the first respo- reported the that dozens of party faithfuls are in talks to form an anti-Trump third party. So this was when they first started talking about it, or at least that we knew that they had first started talking about it. Um, and again we are now hearing that the threats of forming a third party again from republicans who cannot stand behind trump's propaganda and conspiracy theories this was being spoke about just before um liz cheney was to be ousted from the republican house leadership um you know i had um a quote here from miles taylor who wrote a book about anonymously wrote a book about Trump, uh, I believe it was called Warning, and he was anonymous at the time, and now he's come out outwardly talking against Trump and um, the path that the Republican Party is taking now as they're following behind um, all hail Trump. So he said, I'm still a Republican, but I'm hanging on by the skin of my teeth because of how quickly the party has divorced itself from truth and reason. I'm one of those in the group that feels very strongly that if we can't get the GOP back to a rational party, I don't know about that, that supports free minds, free markets, and free people, I'm out and a lot of people are coming with me. So apparently Miles is very uh, scared for his own safety. He's even had um, a security group that uh, that he's hired to make sure to protect him. Um, He was a... an organizer of the effort and a former Trump era Department of Homeland Security official. So he was on Team Trump for a long time and um, he just doesn't like where the party's going. And it really is going in a very 
downward spiral. I mean, they weren't great to begin with, but it's not going great now because really it looks like they're going after anybody that was opposing Trump in any way. And um, it looks like Liz Cheney was on the chopping block block recently. Uh, She's not a shining example of democracy or perfect in any way (laughs) in her opposition to Trump. But, you know, she was actually a longtime supporter and agreed with much of what Trump had passed while he was in office. Um, But it looks like the straw that broke the camel's back was the perpetuation of the lie that the election was stolen and the transfer of power was not a peaceful one. And that really rubbed her the wrong way, which is great. At least I agree with her completely on that because it really should have been... This is not, this. the election was not stolen. This is something that you did not know. The election was not stolen, okay? Um, but she wants to make sure, because there's a lot of Republicans that are still trying to, um, you know, put out Trump's lie. And it seems like if you're not willing to put out Trump's lie, we're going to get rid of you as far as when it comes to the, what the Republican Party is now. Um, she's opposed to strong, like Trump's strong arming of the Republican Party, and she keeps telling his lie. Um, that that those keep telling his lies, those who don't will suffer the wrath. Um, so I guess it's no surprise that she was removed from the leadership. She was also one of the seven Republicans who voted to have Trump impeached, but um, I'm sure that has nothing to do with anything that she why she was removed. At least <laughs> that is what the Republicans want you to know. Uh, they want you to believe it's not that uh, a retaliation or anything like that. They just feel like she is no longer the voice of the party and she shouldn't be a part of it. Um, this is not about policy. This is about partisanship. This is about our duty as Americans, Cheney has said. Um, remaining silent and ignoring the lie emboldens the liar. I will not participate in that. I will not sit back and watch in silence why others lead our party down a path that abandons the rule of law and joins the former president's crusade to undermine our democracy. Um, you know, now that she's been removed, she's also vowing that she, she's going to do everything she can to make sure that Trump never sees the inside of the White House ever again, which is great. Hmm. Um, you know, we have seen the danger that continues to provoke this language. We have seen his lack of commitment and dedication to the Constitution. And I think it's very important that we make sure whomever is elected is somebody who will be faithful to the Constitution, she said. So Cheney's out. And it looks like they've got about um, over 100 other Republicans who are willing to get behind this anti-Trump Republican Party um, that they're going to be putting. But it's going to be kind of similar what they're saying to like the Tea Party when they try to do the Tea Party, um, where they're going to have their own person that they're going to back. But when it comes to who's finally decided as the you know representative for who's going to be you know, representing the Republican Party, that they're going to be behind them. So I don't know how much that's going to actually help, but hopefully it does help to split the party because that'd be great, at least for Democrats, um, if that that party is split because Trump definitely wants to try to come back. He wants to come in once again. Um, and they I haven't heard them say anything about anybody else that they're trying to get to be um, the Republican uh, presidential nominee for the next I call term. I call bullshit and all that. <laughs> they're not they they're gonna bullshit they're gonna support. Uh, I call bullshit on like the fact that like they're like oh we're gonna split this isn't it? They're just trying to win back voters. That that in my mind because like she she was um she was uh, loving Trump for a good period of time and the fact that now she's doing whatever she's trying to like make sure that those Trump voters that are 
you know, ex-Trump voters, the ones that are not happy with Trump, would at least come out to vote for something. And then when the, the eventually the party will come back together and those voters will be put back. And I, I think it's just staged. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm not saying she's the person that like she's doing it on purpose or whatever, but I think that's what's going to end up eventually happening, that <clears throat> she's going to get a certain group of people to, to, to agree with her. <clears throat> and then they're going to vote. Then they're going to try to balance it out with somebody at some point when they find that Republican that they could find out that has the highest approval rating or whatever it is. And then they're just all going to jump back on the same bandwagon again. You know what I mean? I, It's just talk, man. Like, I, these these Republican people are, to me, I, very phony. And um, they're opportunists. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, that she's being she's being an opportunist to, to, to somehow salvage something out of something. I don't know what her exact agenda is. But I just feel like what's going to happen is they're going to separate for a second. And then they're going to come back. Just like with the Tea Party. The Tea Party was like, I don't agree with whatever it is that, you know, was going on in this situation. But then when it comes down to voting for their party, they all come back and vote for their party anyway. So, you know, there's people that didn't agree with Trump that voted for Trump again. I don't know. I mean, I think that there there's a lot of Republicans that see him trying to create a dictatorship because that's really where he wants to go. He wants to go the way of a dictatorship. He is um that's that's his main goal he wants to be just like you know um all these other leaders that he's idolized and he wants to make (laughs) he wants to make america just like that um and i think that the ones that they're not behind it they're you know these republicans are like no we can't this is too far away from what we signed up for and i i do believe that they they feel like that, and I hope that their resilience stands. That is what I'm more concerned of. I think what's going to happen is the pressure's going to get too hot, and they're going to cave. You know, like Ted Cruz. <laughs> Can I make so one more? this is where. Okay, I just want to make one more thing on. The thing I feel like is the biggest problem with with the Republican Party, which is not, which it shouldn't be, is because they're so based in religion. That's what keeps them that that plus like certain like ideologies what keeps them so strongly together. L- liberals and 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 progressives and whatever um some of them are a little more open-minded, you know what I mean? So they 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 kind of see other people's points of views, but it's like, oh, with, with Republicans, oh this person doesn't believe in, you know, in in um you know the uh, what is it, abortion? I mean, if a person believes in abortion, it pisses them off. If a person believes in certain financial things, it pisses them off. You know, because a lot of that's based on religion and certain ideology, and that's what keeps them together. They have kind of like a really obsessive kind of crazy... I mean, it's nothing wrong with, like, idolizing your God or whatever it is, but you also got to understand that there's not that many people... There's other people out there that, that don't necessarily agree with your beliefs yeah but and that's you got to kind of cater to that too what but that's what's pissing them off because god their god for these a lot of these republicans has become trump and right. that's what's pissing them off that's what i really and, think uh, is and like of course pissing... he's saying that he believes them to believes in god and so on and this guy doesn't yeah but he show it or he, act like a, a christian I, they, they put out <clears> a huge fucking idol of trump they literally had a gold idol statue of yeah. Trump yeah. at that um, friggin' uh, convention that they had. Like, come on, that like that. If that's anything that'll divide the party, if you're really talking about this in a religious way, yeah, that would divide the party. I don't know. That'd be my sign <laughs> but, yeah. if I was on that I side. Mean, okay. 
these are this is the real problem here though is that you're assuming that these people are voting on their on a value system voting system yeah. they're they're voting either what their faith values are or they're talking about taxation their values of money um, money most or race sometimes race race too race, race has, yeah, yeah race and too. And yeah. or being against what would be the new popular culture, and they want they want to hold on to as much conservative viewpoints and conservative positioning as possible. Um, it's just not to be forgotten. Um, I was going to say something else, but if you have something else, no, go ahead. No, what were you going to say? No, no, no. I just I, I just forgot. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> no, sorry for interrupting. I'm sorry for interrupting. Um. No, yeah, come so, back to me. so yeah, so like I said, basically, it's, it's just that that's all they stick to. They they don't care about all the extra hoopla that that Trump was doing. They were like, oh, so what if he's like, you know, whatever? But he's he's doing this for our for us to be able to have our freedoms. We don't have to wear masks under Trump. We don't have to do this. Like it's just it's just like that self centered. Like I don't know. I don't know. There's so much to it, and, and it's know. like they all believe in it. It's like I, 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 don't I know. think more of the ones that are supporting Trump still, especially when it comes um, still being in the house and everything like that. They're they've just gotten so much pressure to make sure that they're on Trump's side because Trump has already said that he was threatening at one point when everybody started to seem like they were flip flopping away from him. That, um, oh, well, I'll make my own party. I still have the people. I still have the people. And that's the problem. That's what they're scared about. They That he has the people still. He has his Trump nation that's still willing to vote for him and everything like that. And they realize it. And these people are also the ones that are getting elected by his Trumpers um, as well. So they're like in in they're super concerned about their position and consent and continuing to have that position. If their Trumpers are, if, if Trump tells his people don't vote for this guy, he doesn't support me. They're going to not vote. And a lot of these people that are in those positions, they're in areas where there's, it's super Trump land. It's super Trump land. So they can't, they can't afford it. And I think that's the only reason that a lot of them are still on. It is, it is. It is, you know, and it's it's like they they can't go against him because they will not be able, and they're not great. We don't want them, <laughs> at least us, you know, as you know, Democrats. We don't want them in those positions. We would love to give that over to um, Democratic positions, you know, but that's the problem. That's what the problem is, and that's what the issue is. And they're like, oh well, you know, yeah, I don't like Trump, but I'm going to support him because he's going to make sure that I stay where I am, or else that's it. I'm out. So what I was going to go to is actually more of the logistics of if this thing happened, if this was a breaking up of the party, because I wish that we I wish I knew more about the Republican Party's lobbying system, the way that they work into each other, because if they actually do split, they wouldn't split as a Republican Party into a different party. Most likely they would just be these factions of spending money. So in the end, they would do what we did as progressives with Bernie Sanders, and they would just come together again for for most Republican candidates. Some of them might become apathetic and not vote, but for yeah. the most part, most of those Republicans would slide back together to vote for those candidates. It yeah. would, though, bring a dialogue that is would break apart, could break apart the party in a long-term situation, which would help the Democrats. And I'm only saying help the Democrats because we have chosen that to be the party that we kind of root for as a um, 
just as left-wing people, we don't have much else to do. We we have to kind of we want more leftist viewpoints. We kind of think that most of the Democrats are neoliberals, and therefore they're kind of they're running a line where they're a little bit conservative in a lot of fashions. But honestly, we are have to be Team Democrat to have any chance of changing a lot of those situations, having more progressive people come in. What I'm worried about is that this split in the Republican Party will have the Democrats actually out there putting in more neoliberal candidates in trying to force down more people who are just kind of middle of the line because that'll get those Republican voters who trying once again to get those trying. I I have to insist this is just bullshit to get Republican voters who they believe have moved away from Trump or will move away from Trump. And I think that that is a delusion. Yep. But it's funny how they got a lot of people on the Democratic side believing that that's a possibility. Like, like real people know that that's a delusion. They're not going to lose. They're not going to leave their team. Right. Well, for anybody. Well, a lot of Republicans, well, you know, as far as people that I've spoken to, there are a lot of people that Trump became a deal breaker when it came to them, um, their party representation. Like, I think, I don't want to say that we should, um, we should overestimate how much, but definitely don't underestimate that there was a percentage of, uh, that was significant enough for them to make like we did get Biden in, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and honestly, I think there was a percentage enough of, of Republicans that were part of the party that they, they've always been Republicans for the longest and they flipped. Then they were like, I can't, I can't stand behind Trump. I can't vote for this guy again after everything that's happened. You know, I do think a lot of people voted for him the first time that they were like, you know, they gave him a chance and everything like that. And then that second time around, I do believe, I, I want to believe, the people, their wool got pulled, removed from the, in front of their eyes, and they didn't vote for him. Um, I'm just hoping that that stays, that has staying power and has lasting power for at least the next election. I hope that people don't forget. We have such a short-term memory in this country when it comes to that, that people forget about what's happening. There is even a group that I think that um, they're just putting out retweeting a lot of the stuff that Trump actually put out so that way people don't forget his tweets even though they, he doesn't have a Twitter anymore and he's not on Facebook even though they're fighting all that um, and they're trying to get him back on social media but there's a group that's actually putting out all like uh, Trump's greatest hits on Twitter of all the dumb shit he said so that people don't forget because that's what they're they're concerned about people are going to forget about the stupid shit that he said and they want to make sure that people still remember what he said and what he's put out there and how much of a danger and a threat that he is because even though we don't see him as much thank god he's still in the background he's still peddling his his bullshit and he's still trying to say he's still the election was stolen from him so he's still brainwashing people out there we can't forget that Do you, you know do you think um, Biden's approval rating uh, shows anything through, um, is it just Democrats that's keeping him afloat? Or do you think there's actual Republicans that support uh, with what he, how he's been handling things? Because he's got a pretty high approval rating. It's like 60-something, uh, like in the low 60s or whatever it is. 
my my question is is why do you think that's there? Do you think it's because just us Democrats supporting him, or do you think there's actual Republicans happy with his policies? You know, like I I, I can't really understand. Like I don't think he's doing some so much of a, an amazing job. I think he's just doing what should have been done initially. You know what I mean? Which I guess is a good thing. But what has he really done that was super special in regards to the COVID stuff that shouldn't have just been done, period? You know what I mean? Like, Well, I think that's why a lot of people do like what he's done so far, because he's actually reacting. Because Trump had pretty much at the end, like even before the end, had thrown his hands up and said, oh, well, it's going to be what it's going to be. He he was literally saying that on, on TV and everything. It's going to be what it's going to be. They're mm-hmm. asking him about... How's the vaccination rollout? How's this? How's that? Well, you know, it's going to be what it's going to be. It's fine. But, like, that's not an answer. So, of course, from going from doing nothing to doing at least the bare minimum, you're going to get people supporting what he's doing. But I do think that that's, that might be a little bit of more than just Democrats. It could be more. It should, hopefully, it's more than than just Democrats and it's Republicans, too. What do you think, Anthony? You think the it's the Democrats? Well, I'm doing... looking at some of the I'm looking at some of the percentages right now, and it seems like he's at 52 to 54 percent for the most part on most issues that they polled. For this is a CNN poll specifically. Hmm. Um, the thing is that it doesn't break it up between Democrats and Republicans, of course. Uh, actually, it does, but it doesn't. I don't have all of the numbers for everything. But what hmm. it says though is that except from the COVID. The coronavirus stuff, for instance, um, it, there's a 16% difference in the approval rating. It's like 30% approval ratings from Republicans. So basically, I think that the camp of Trump is doing such a good job of polarizing the community that it's lowering Biden's ratings. And I think that the Democratic Party is holding up Biden's ratings. But he's not getting. he's also getting a lot of flack from what we say are harder left people, progressive left people, for not doing enough stuff. Yeah, Yeah. especially with Israel, people are upset about the whole Israel thing. Yeah, so I think that it is, he's he's playing the board and the board is the Democratic Party is larger right now than it's ever been in a voting capacity. So I think that, I think that Teresa has a point. Um, I just, think that it the number percentage is very low i think it's mm. like two percent you know what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> that have mm. have pushed up and also i have to say that these approval ratings do look like too they are very much compelled by the fact that trump the people who are trumpers are virently against us as democrats it, it is much more of a vile sense of these people are evil versus these people are people that we disagree with um and i would even say that bush didn't do that like w didn't even do that no because he was more willing to walk across the aisle to try and make shit happen than than trump trump is like no if you are against me you're dead to me i don't want to know nothing about you i don't give a shit that's crazy i wouldn't piss on you if you were on fire that's his whole attitude and that's ridiculous you can't do politics that way but you can do a dictatorship that way i look at um drivers bumper stickers oh i don't believe liberal media or this, that, and we're like, all I see is all over the place when I'm driving in certain areas of New Jersey or whatever. 
unbelievably like arrogant, like rude, disrespectful things towards like liberals and so on and so forth. I don't see too much about like I see people disliking Trump, like p- bumper stickers, but I don't really see anybody um, say anything about the Republican Party this or the Republican media that or you know conservative this or that. It's always um, like they really have made them hate Democrats. You know they're snowflakes. Yes. Uh, they're this. They're that. They're this. I'm like, wow, man, that's pretty extreme. We're all citizens, though. Like we, I thought we all could have opinions and and beliefs, and that's what this country was based upon. Like we had that freedom to feel the way we want to feel, and we could vote our ways out of certain situations yeah. if we don't like it, and blah blah blah. But yeah, it's it used all, to be that you had BS. a right to your opinion. You have a right to your opinion. You, it might be you know different from mine, but that's okay. You have a different opinion. No. They don't have that anymore. No, you're wrong. And I'm right. And everybody wants to be right. And that's the problem. Nobody's right. Nobody's always right. You can't always be right. And that's the problem. They always want to, it's like they're putting out this thing. You're right. This is what's right. This is just, it's not. There's no black and white. It's always shades of gray. You have to accept that you're going to be wrong. That people are going to contradict you. That people are going to give you facts that like prove what they're saying. And just because you don't like them doesn't mean that you can stand there and say, no, that's not true. It's a fact. Mm. It's not have to be true in your mind. It's a fact. Like, I don't, I think that's where we lose each other. Because you've just gone to the point of, of just playing to people who enjoy being right all the time, who enjoy just, and then don't have anything to actually back it up. They don't have to have facts. They could just have to be loud enough. And that's what Trump is. He's just loud enough. Loud, I'm louder than other people. Look at how he, how he was when he was, um when he was going to be president and how he was on the stage debating. He just had to be louder than everybody else. That's it. Mm. I don't have to be right. I just have to be louder than you yep. so that they can't hear you being right. They don't believe in science unless it's beneficial for them financially, right? That's what the funny thing is. Like, science is, like, you know, proven things or whatever. And instead, they they don't believe it unless it helps them financially. Like, we don't believe that. Global warming, this, that. What is that? (laughs) Hopefully this whole thing that splitting the party actually does benefit Democrats. I hope to never see Trump in the White House ever again. I hope Liz Cheney's war cry as she left you know, um, the house and everything like that and was ousted. I hope that her war cry of making sure she does everything in her power so that he never comes back is true. And I hope she ends up making it true. Like, that would be great. I would definitely be much more of a supporter of Liz Cheney (laughs) if she can make sure that Trump never comes back. You got my vote. Just for that, oh, if be anything. Careful. There are better people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's absolutely better people than Liz Cheney. But if she can keep, if she can keep Trump from coming back, oh, okay, then that girl's okay for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take the lesser of the two evils. Cause that that dude, that's the devil right there. I don't understand how people don't see it. 